Welcome to the Practical Growth Podcast. I'm your host, E.B. Johnson, top writer on Medium.com, published author, and master practitioner of neuro-linguistic programming. You've landed on the podcast that takes you on a journey into the heart of relationships and self-discovery. This is a must listen for those who are ready to overcome their toxic relationships and their toxic patterns. You can expect real talk, practical guidance, and raw and relatable guests that you'll be talking about for weeks. Let's get into it. Hello, 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 and welcome back to an all new episode of the Practical Growth Podcast. It is a juicy one today, and again, I am leaning in with the requests from my readers and my TikTok followers, and this is a really big one. This is a really big request that I get, and I'm really excited to share it with you because it's a piece of the puzzle, and it is this. What we're going to be talking about today is recovering from toxic, traumatic childhood, okay? Childhood trauma. And you know what? Even if you didn't have a traumatic childhood, even if you're just someone listening who's had some traumatic relationships in your life, this is an episode for you as well, because we're going to be talking about one of the biggest pieces of the puzzle when it comes to putting ourselves back together and getting that future and that life that we want. And that is choosing the path of most resistance. Yes, I did not misspeak there. Choosing the path of most resistance. It's how we get what we want. It's how we better ourselves. And it's how we create that future, that dream future that we've been envisioning, imagining since we were children, since we were teens, since we were like first realized as adults. That is how we get to the top of the mountain. And I'm going to be breaking it down with you today and discussing how you can start choosing the path of most resistance to create your ideal life. Just before we dive in, though, let's just go ahead and tackle one of the other biggest questions that I get. And that is, how can I experience more of your coaching? How can I get a sense of your coaching? What is your coaching like? Um, I get so many requests, whether it is via email or on Medium or on Twitter or TikTok, Um, asking me how people can find out more about my coaching. Um, And that's very simple. If you want to get a true sense of my coaching, what NLP is, um, my knowledge and what I have to offer, then the best place to do that is on TikTok. That's right. I have free weekly live coaching sessions where you can tune in, chat with others and ask me live questions uh, in real time. And I also have daily videos, all kinds of goodies from like funny you know, narc family jokes to um, full on bite sized informative videos that will break down how to do some deep healing work, how to face up to the narcissist in your life, how to use the gray rock technique against toxic people. There's so much there. So if you really want to dig deep, find out more about my coaching and get into that kind of style and sense of what I do, then head over to TikTok and you can find me at the real EB Johnson. It's a great place, tons of fun. So make sure you're following me there. All right. The path of most resistance. What is it? What am I talking about? Because that sounds like absolute nonsense, right? As humans, we like the easiest path. We like the path of least resistance. We like things that just fall into our laps. But unfortunately, that is not what healing and recovery is, is it? We don't just, you know, wake up one day, snap our fingers and boom, we're healed it's an uphill struggle. It's an uphill battle. So the best thing that you can do for yourself is to choose your own path. But the problem with choosing your own path, especially when you're recovering, whether it's from narcissistic abuse or a toxic childhood, whatever it is, um, the problem is that this is not a world that values that. 
right? This is not a world that truly values someone who authentically chooses the things that fulfill them, the things that they really value and desire. We are a world that values conformity, especially, you know, I'm speaking from a Western perspective. You know, we like people to follow the flow. Um, And unfortunately, that equals a lot of unhappiness, a lot of unfulfillment, and a lot of resistance and resentment, right? It's already built in. So that's why getting the big things that we want in life, especially on the path of recovery and healing from a toxic childhood, from an abusive childhood, from narcissistic parents, it's all about making big decisions for yourself, taking big chances, betting on yourself. And to do that, you got to choose the path of most resistance. It's the path of strength and of wisdom. I know that you're listening to this and you're thinking that, you know, EB, that is absolutely counterintuitive. Like, why would I make things harder on myself? My entire life has been hard because of the way I was raised, because of the dysfunction my parents, my caretakers handed to me. You know, things are have already been hard. I want easy. I'm ready for easy. Just hold on, Okay. By choosing the path of most resistance, I am not in any way saying, let's make your life harder for harder's sake. In all ways, choosing this path is the path to peace, right? Because you're not making things harder on yourself. You're banking on yourself that you have what it takes to get every ounce of what you want in this life. It's not reckless. It's really not even gambling in that sense. It's a journey of authenticity, and it's one that teaches us who we are, what we want, and what we're really made of. And that's exactly what we need if we've been raised to alienate ourselves from all those things. This is the path that tests your resolve and makes sure that what you want is what you really want and not what you've been told to want, not what you've been conditioned to want. But you do have to remember, though, that insisting on your own happiness... In, in this world that we live in, it's not a small or easy thing. And that's that's what the path of most resistance is. It's insisting on your own happiness. And it's one of the bravest things that you can do. And here's why. All right. Number one, when you choose the path of greatest resistance, right, you, you set out and you're like, right, this is it. I'm going to become a better version of myself. I'm going to heal myself you know, recover myself from all of this trauma, all of this pain in my past. First and foremost, when you decide to do that, you have to figure out who the heck you are. Yeah, there is no healing or recovering until you fully realize exactly precisely the person that you are right now in this moment, and exactly precisely the person that you want to be 20, 30, 40, 50 years from now. And nothing will teach you more about who you are than that struggle, that uphill battle to realize who you are. When you start putting yourself out on a limb in the name of what you want, you get to deeper reflections of yourself. You dig deep. You discover new facets of your abilities, your beliefs, your desires. When you choose the path of greatest resistance, which is a path of radical authenticity, you find out what you're made of. It is one of the best and truest ways to figure out who you actually are and what kind of life to you is really worth living. But here is the second greatest kind of gift that choosing this this quote-unquote path of most resistance will do for you. 
it will strengthen your resolve in ways that you didn't even realize. Because here's the thing, when you are coming out of childhood trauma, and you're just kind of waking up to it and realizing it like, hey, I was raised pretty screwed up. And that wasn't right. And none of these things were right. And it's totally warped my beliefs and my actions and my behaviors. And I'm looking back now and I want to change all of that. I don't want to be any of those things that I was raised to be. When you get to that point, um, you might think that you know what you want, but the problem is you're still conditioned. Even if you're ready to kind of throw off that yoke, as it were, um, you are still operating within patterns and conditions because it's the only thing that you know. You know, the same reactions, the same behaviors. You have to reprogram and rebuild all of those things. So when you step out on this path of most resistance, of greatest resistance, of radical authenticity, it makes you question all the things you think you want. It tests your resolve, your desire. And if you have even a second of uncertainty, it's going to test that. It will clear your doubts instantly because the path of most resistance requires you to work harder than you've ever worked before so that you can get to that lasting peace, that authentic peace and fulfillment on the other side. And if there's one thing we humans are not going to do, it's work our souls to the bone for something that we don't really want. We'll be right back after this quick break. Hey, friends. Welcome to Tea with TJ, where every sip brings you closer to insightful conversations and delightful discoveries. Join me every Wednesday as I navigate through topics ranging from culture, creativity, personal growth, all over a soothing cup of tea. Relax, unwind, and expand your mind with Tea with TJ. Subscribe now on all your favorite podcast platforms and brew up some wisdom with me. And remember, be kind, keep sipping, and I'll see you next week. So everything you think you desire, when you put yourself on that path of being entirely yourself, if it's not meant for you, if it's not actually yours it's gonna go so choosing this this radical authenticity you can think of it like a scourge it moves through your life it clears out all those things which don't suit you it strengthens your resolve and that is one of the greatest gifts we can give ourselves there's something else really magical that happens though when you decide to do this when you decide to gift yourself this radical authenticity this you know this harder path, as it were, to be fully yourself. And that is that it increases your skill set tenfold. Absolutely increases your skill set tenfold. When you decide to just do things your way to get what you want, period, no questions asked. When you decide, like, I'm going to be a better person, I'm going to be more at peace, I'm going to be more healed, I'm going to have a better life. When you decide to do that, no matter what, you kind of take a leap of faith. You kind of throw yourself off a cliff and it comes with challenges. There's no point. I'm not someone who's going to sit here and lie and say, once you find the right path, it's easy sailing. Bullshit. Life is never like that. It's such a load of crap. No matter what path you take, it's going to be full of challenges. Mistakes are going to happen. You're going to screw up. You're going to look back and say, I wish I hadn't done that, but at least I learned something from it. It doesn't matter what path. So you might as well choose the really tough one that gets you where you actually want to be. And when you do that, you have to struggle. You've got to fight. You got to like just start punching into the darkness and hope that you land somewhere. 
and all of this adversity, it strengthens you. While you're pushing to pursue your dreams, you're like, this sucks. I'm miserable. You're actually becoming stronger. It's like a gym. It's like a like a I don't want to say spiritual gym because it's you. It's just you. It's just the higher self. It's inner you. It's almost like being put on a forge. Just as the sword's kind of brought to life by being hammered repeatedly in the fire, you are also made beautiful, skilled, and strong by the time you spend facing your fears and developing this need, this absolute insistence on overcoming no matter what. This path also changes our relationships, though. It changes our relationships. Just kind of, it like pushes out the experiences that aren't meant for us. It pushes out the people that aren't meant for us either. When you're like, yeah, that's it. I'm going to be myself. I'm not going to mask. I'm going to do what I want to do. Say what I want to say. Get what I want to get. As long as, you know, you're not hurting other people, but you're fulfilling yourself. People don't like that. A lot of people around you are not going to like when you start to get better, when you start to get stronger. They're not going to like it. Most people prefer to stay in la-la land. They prefer to just keep doing what they're doing, chasing the same patterns, chasing the same cycles. They do not prefer to step off the cliff into darkness for themselves. They would never do it. They're too scared. It's too scary. Most people are quite happy to stay stuck and miserable and resentful if it means not working harder. And that is, it touches on our relationships. I'm sorry, that fear costs you in your relationship department. It creates this kind of like sit tight mentality and you put yourself in the wrong place and you end up unhappy and you meet other unhappy people. And then together you slam up, mash up these unrealistic and unhappy relationships. So then when you one day decide to step out on the path of most resistance, you realize that these relationships around you are a sham and you start shedding them. And that comes with a lot of pain, but it also comes with massive rewards. The more authentic you are to yourself, the more you will attract people that are authentic as well, but that also align with who and what you really are. We become more realistic about what we want, what we need, and what we are and are not willing to settle for when we go out on this path of most resistance to heal ourselves. And in that, we can't help but build more authentic relationships with partners, with friends, with coworkers, all of the above. It improves all of our relationships across the board. And that's part of why choosing this path is so worthwhile in recovery. Here's really why, though, you should choose the path of most resistance, right? Why you should choose this radical authenticity, especially if you're someone who's recovering from childhood trauma, especially if you're someone who's recovering from toxic relationships, when you choose this path, it will give you a confidence boost unlike anything you have ever felt before in your life. The more you accomplish in the name of yourself, the more comfortable you start to feel in your own body, in your own skin, on your own journey, in your own beliefs, in your own choices, the stronger you will feel in yourself. You will feel confident about yourself. You will feel self-possessed, self-actualized. You never feel better than when you achieve something wholly for yourself. And when you stand on the other side of that precipice that you jumped off of, you'll wonder why you didn't leap sooner. There's incredible self-pride that comes with choosing the path of most resistance. And that self-pride is an important part of getting the life and relationships that we've been yearning for forever. 
it's good to feel like you're someone that can do for yourself, someone who is in charge of your own life. So you have to stop looking for others to save you. And that happens when you just decide to take your own path. Sounds awfully romantic, right? I'm sure some of you are sitting there being like, yeah, okay, right. Well, yeah, I guess. But how practically, how do you make that work? Well, you know, I never leave you guys hanging. Um, There is a practical way that you can kind of decide to put yourself on this path of radical authenticity as part of your recovery and healing journey from trauma. But you do need to know that it's different for everybody. None of us has the same healing journey. We're not on the same time frames. We're not on. It doesn't matter if we have exact replica journeys of one another, right? If we have the same experiences, the journey to our healing and recovery will still not be the same. So take these as general instructions and know that you can apply them in any order that you need to in order to get yourself on that path. Okay. And so here they are. Number one, uh, start making decisions for yourself, for yourself. You kickstart this whole radical authenticity by deciding from a more authentic place. That means choosing things you genuinely need, choosing things you genuinely desire, not things that you were told by the TV or movies or your best friend, Sally, or your partner or your mama or your daddy to want, but the things that you want. And then a bigger part of that is learning how to choose yourself, choosing yourself, prioritizing yourself. You have to become a person who is brave enough to choose what they really want to do, what they really believe in what they really want to experience. You have to grow up, decide what relationships you want to invest in, what careers you want to build or don't build, know what your future looks like, start making decisions for yourself. Uh, Number two, you got to just let go in grace and respect. Okay. Letting go is a massive, massive, massive part of healing and recovering and getting beyond that childhood trauma that was hoisted onto us against our will. Right against that narcissistic abuse, against, you know, that all the emotional hardship. And notice I didn't say forgive because forgiveness is just for you. The only person you can forgive is yourself. But you do have to learn how to let go. So once you can kind of confidently make decisions for yourself, the next step involves letting go. Terrible relationships, terrible situations. You're never going to be happy when you're holding on to the things that make you unhappy, right? It's pretty basic pretty basic. If you want to be happy, then you put the things that make you happy in your life. And if you want to be unhappy, you put the things that make you unhappy in your life. Toxic people, toxic situationships, experiences that make you feel bad about who you are, what you do, what you want, you know, how you look, whatever it is, let them go in grace, in total grace. You don't want to let them go in anger. You're not trying to let them go to punish them. You're just trying to let them go because you want to be happy. And it's the hardest thing you will ever do. Because you will have to end that relationship. You'll have to walk away from that quote unquote dream job that everyone told you to strive for that you hate. It's crushing your soul. You're going to have to take bold and scary action. It can't just be about changing the way you think. You got to take action. You got to sever ties with the things that detract more than they add to your life. There should be balance. And anything that can't be balanced should be cut. Last but not least, though, if you're really, truly committed to getting yourself on this path, then you've got to become a cycle breaker. There's just no ifs, ands, or buts about that. You have to take a step back, 
learn how to see your life through a wider lens and start breaking those patterns, breaking those cycles. What is the bigger picture? Break it down into categories if you need to. You've got to shift your mindset, change your beliefs, your values, the way you behave and the way you react to the stressors of the world at large. And that's all a part of the patterns that we were handed. So much of that comes back to our childhood, the baselines we were handed. So what are the repeating and destructive cycles in your life? What are they? Seriously, think about them. What do you keep doing over and over again to no avail to nothing but heartbreak, resentment, you know, another brick wall? Be honest about the things that you're chasing in your life and then be honest about (laughs) the chases that are coming up with nothing. And then question why you're chasing things that don't seem to want you back. That's how we break down these destructive cycles and we let go of them by building our knowledge building on our compassion, our understanding, our emotional intelligence, and just, you know, our desire to be better and happier people so that we can just, you know, get through this life in some sense of peace. Now is the time to be honest with yourself. It's time to be honest. If you're not getting what you want, if you're not getting where you want to be, if you're still living under that shadow of, you know, that childhood nightmare, those childhood traumas, that destructive partner, that destructive parent, those people who told you not to value yourself, not to love yourself, the people who threatened your inner child and made them believe that life wasn't safe and that they could never be happy. The dream life happens when we sever ties with those things. But it doesn't just, there's no magical roadmap. It doesn't happen overnight. You've got to commit And that is what the path of most resistance asks for. Above all else, commitment, commitment to yourself, commitment to your happiness, commitment to your dream. You got to stop waiting for like this perfect moment or the smooth path that you're just going to slide into happiness. It's not going to happen. There's going to be challenges. So you might as well choose the challenges that turn you into the person you want to be because that's where the greatest reward is. And it's going to happen when you're stumbling through the dark. There's no spotlight. Okay, there's no spotlight that lights up this journey for any of us. We can look for advice. We can find some consolation and some validation on the way. But ultimately, it's us. We make the choices. We see the exits. We choose the path. No path is easy. Life is hard and it will drown us in challenges if we don't change the way we see ourselves and the chaos that mortality offers us. It's time for you to get off the fence. It's time for you to become who you were meant to be. It's time to break out of those childhood trauma patterns. But none of that's going to happen until you open up your arms and your heart to reality and to the difficulties that might be waiting for you up the hill. It's an adventure. Embrace that adventure. Let the adventure begin. And voila, there it is. That is our episode what did you think did you find something good in there did you find something inspirational did you find some advice that's motivated you that's pushed you to make some different decisions for yourself that's really what it's all about that's what you know i'm not breaking the bank here i'm not um, creating a big cult following this is just 
the information that has helped me and that I know can help you. Because you're the only person that's going to do that for yourself, right? You're the only person that's going to scoop you up and make your life better. So do it. So do it. Thank you so much for listening. If you loved this episode, then why not leave a quick little review on Apple Podcasts? Um, For those who leave a five-star review, I will send you a free ebook. All you have to do is go ahead, leave that review on Apple Podcasts, take a screenshot of it once it goes live, and then you can email it to me. You can message it to me on Instagram. Um, Once I get that, I'll send you a free ebook. What is better than that? What is better than a free ebook on healing from our childhood trauma, from our narcissistic parents, from our toxic families? Nothing. Absolutely nothing. Right. Thank you again. I hope you found this episode helpful. I hope that it's given you some drive to push through today and to make something happen for yourselves. Until next time, keep your heads up and keep moving forward. Bye-bye.